millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Thursday the 28th of July. I'm Charles Firth and we're back with Dom Knight this week. Yes, yes. Hello again, Charles. How are you? How inspired are you at the swearing in of the latest parliament, the new completely different parliament that's going to solve everything with Labor and the Teals and the Greens, Mm. guiding us to a better Australia? But Dom, the more things change, the more things stay the same, isn't it? Because... You know, you've got all these new people all argy-bargying, yeah. but in the background you've got the consistency that, that's been around since since nineteen well nineteen ninety six really of Pauline Hanson there just sticking it to the man, sticking it to the powerful and and uh, got to j- say, Charles. I mean, uh, we may not agree with her on everything, no, but she really she sticks it to the yeah. fat cats, doesn't she? She yes. keeps people honest. Yes, she takes down the big targets. Yes. She's not afraid to say what she thinks, Charles. That's right. Both barrels. Yes, she's not beholden to anyone. No, you can't stop her. You can't. She's stop a force. Her. She's a machine. So you know, big yes. new parliament. She's probably picked a really important target yes. that makes a big difference to the lives of the people who vote for her. You know, the strugglers yes. that she represents, the battlers yes. that she now is the sole representative of, yes. given that Joan Howe's not there anymore. What's she done? Day one of the new parliament, how she just said, I'm going to make Australia better for the people who voted for me? She said, let's not acknowledge that Indigenous people were here before us. Oh. <laughs> She's stormed out of parliament. She's walked out. That's it. It's over for her. She's not going to sit in Parliament while they say... <laughs> start, Hang on a sec. If they start Parliament so she's by being acknowledging... Hired, which is being paid hundreds of thousands of dollars a year yeah. to represent her voters in the Senate. Yes. And she's chosen to do that day one of the new Parliament... Yes. ...by not attending the Parliament. Yeah, she's taking a bit of a leaf out of Scott Morrison's playbook. I we'll think. get to him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so her day one, the thing she most wants to do to yes. represent her people in the House is not to go to the, yes. not to go to the Houses of Parliament at all. It, it was. She, she did attend and then she stormed out... Oh! ...the moment that they acknowledged that Indigenous people existed here before 200 years ago. Is this a new, is this a new thing in this parliament? They, did they not acknowledge country and and the traditional elders and aboriginal ownership before this? Or is this did she just yeah, think of this now? Maybe she hasn't turned up before on the first day of parliament. Maybe she hasn't bothered. Maybe she's to stormed, go. Yeah, maybe she's stormed out because it, it hadn't happened before cuz you're right. Like surely that's been happening for years. But no, apparently um uh, Senate President Sue Lyons acknowledged the traditional custodians of the Canberra area and paid respect to elders past and present. Oh. Which, uh, well, look, and Hanson interjected, yelling, no, I won't and never will. And exited wow. the chamber. Wow. So, this is the, <laughs> finally we've solved Pauline Hanson <laughs> being is, in the Senate. We've solved it. She's this never going to be there again. This Actually, is going to be the best Senate that we've ever had. Charles, this reminds and me. And all of we had to do was acknowledge, <laughs> acknowledge the that. traditional owners of the land. But also, doesn't that happen at every event she ever goes to? It must not. 
Maybe yeah. Pauline has never been to any In event the previously acknowledged country. And yes. it was the first time she's heard it. Yes. She's like, no way, <laughs> no way, not on my watch. But also, what does she think happened? Like, what does she think? Charles, you're assuming that she thinks. You're assuming yeah. that she has a view. I, I do know, though, that when this sort of stuff comes up, she and people, her political fellow travellers, tend to say, oh, it's about dividing people. Why don't they acknowledge the white people at the start of mm. Parliament? Why don't we acknowledge the Aboriginal elders past and present and also white people? Where's their shot <laughs> in the Parliament? Ah, oh, it's so ignored. There's such an ignored race. Oh, Charles, this reminds people. me of one of the strangest events I've ever been invited to. I got invited to this event at New South Wales Parliament. Mm. It was done by this weird fringe group, and they wanted me to talk about Donald Trump, and I had a Trump book out at the time, so I thought, okay, mm. this is great. I'll go to the New South Wales yes. Parliament. I'll, I'll give a speech. And I can't remember what the group was called, but it was very, very obscure. Mm. And Miranda Devine was supposed to be there as well. I thought, oh, this would be a little bit spicy. She didn't even turn up. Right. Right. And I had to give a speech basically uh, making fun of Donald Trump, which was not very hard to do, having just written a book about it. Yes. But the first thing I said was, before we begin, I just want to acknowledge the traditional owners of uh, of this land, the Gadigal people of the Euro Nation, and pay my respect to elders past and present, as you do. Yes. As is polite at the start of any public event. Yes. As soon as I said acknowledge the traditional owners, about a third of the audience went, no, no, <laughs> that's disgusting, you're divisive, and they left. But why? But, so you just got rid of the dickheads in the <laughs> audience. I mean, as it turned out, there were lots more dickheads who, who stayed. It was a yeah. very oh, okay. fringe far-right event yeah. that I presume some nationals um, backbencher yeah. had sponsored, given use of the parliament. But, no, it was very efficient as a way of clearing the room yes. of assholes. Great. It's actually... It is. I think this is a great move forward for Pauline. I, I think Pauline Hanson not in the Senate. Look, it wasn't achieved in the election. No. But she's done it herself. Self-exclusion. Oh. But I still want to get back to... So what, like, those people who stormed out of your event, why don't they want... Like, what's the what's their objection There's to a, just acknowledge... It's very... Okay, Charles, imagine that you... Imagine yes. that you were a massive racist yes, who didn't yes. like um, okay. Aboriginal yeah. people, right? Okay? Yeah. You, had, you had an issue with them. You'd always had an issue with them. Yes. You were the kind of person that, you know was part of the problem many, many years ago. Right. In the modern okay. era, yes. you can't just come out and say mm. that I'm a massive racist and I dislike these people. So you've got to cloak it in the language of reasonability, right? even though all you're really doing yes. is just justifying your but, extremely but, but racist isn't views. isn't acknowledging the traditional owners of the land sort of peak reasonability? No, like it's, it's not, saying not to their mind. In their mind, it's special treatment. And that's the way that they... Ah, see, they have to find ways right. of expressing their... Dislike for Indigenous people in the language of reasonability. So they say, well, it's just special treatment. We're not equal. We're not treating yes, them equally. Yes, because people aren't acknowledging that we weren't around here 250 yeah. years ago. And, 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 and that needs to be acknowledged. If we <laughs> briefly mention the massive trauma visited on any group of people that wasn't visited on anyone else, that's yeah. unequal, Charles. Yes, yes. But, but how do they account for the fact that like, they are on the land that was traditionally owned, it's not really special treatment when it's just a statement of historical fact. Well, it's in many ways the least you can do. Like yes, what, yeah, what, what, Literally what does, the least. What it does is <laughs> saying we acknowledge that this entire parliament that mm. is meeting here today uh, shouldn't really rightfully be here on land that was stolen from you. Mm. We're just going to acknowledge that that's a thing that happened and then go on with the yeah, stolen just parliament. get on with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But just, let's just take a brief moment to acknowledge mm. that this, is, this whole thing should not have happened <laughs> and is fucked. 
before we get into yeah. deciding what to do but for your not life. even saying it, it, it shouldn't have happened. No, it's just, just saying, let's just acknowledge that it happened. Yeah, well, no, yeah. not even that it happened. Let's just acknowledge that there were people here before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that some of them are still here. Yeah, for some reason, for some reason, something happened about 220 years ago mm. that meant that, you know, they no longer are the only people here. It'd be like if, if you, let's say you had a, a restaurant booking. Mm. Right, you had a, a you're about to start having dinner. Yes, and I came in. Yes, and I kicked you off your table mm. at a nice restaurant. And I said, "Well, you can't eat here anymore. Um, you have to leave." Mm. I would, but I, would, I do want to acknowledge though before I take your table and start eating yes. that you were here. <laughs> um, just I wanted yeah. to acknowledge that that's a yeah. thing. Uh, now I'm having my yeah. meal. Fuck off. That's basically what. It well, is. you know what I'd do in that circumstance. What I would storm, <laughs> out. storm out. I would storm out. I would just storm out of the restaurant. That'd Tom. teach me. That would teach you. All right, let's get on to uh, the other person who wasn't in Parliament this week. Oh um, yes, and this is Scott Morrison. Uh, at some point, should we go to an ad, or do we just slot that in? Oh, we, if we haven't done an ad before, here's an ad. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Chaser Report. More news, less often. You can get out of listening to those ads by going to chaser.com.au slash podcast, by the way, and paying nine bucks a month or even seven bucks a month on one plan to not have them. Now, Scott Morrison, the former Prime Minister, yes. there's a tradition that even if you resign, mm. you're supposed to turn up on day one and not be Prime Minister anymore. You're supposed to be sitting there on the back bench and basically accepting the verdict of the electorate. That's what's always happened. Even Malcolm Turnbull did it. Yes. You know, they all did it. Paul Keating had to do it. It's yeah. just part of the ritual. Even if you then fuck off and retire, you're supposed to turn up. But Scott Morrison didn't do that. No. He had booked a speaker's event full of other former prime ministers who've been disgraced, people like David Cameron. Yes. Uh, in Tokyo. Yes. And he said, well, the, the, the Albanese government didn't consult with me about the timing of, of the parliament. But, so, Dom, can I just correct you there? Mm. My understanding is he claimed that that was the event that he was going to. Uh-oh. But it turns out that event has already happened. That happened... I'm like out of date on this. ...in, in mid-July. That was the 15th and 16th of July. Oh. So that that event was not the event that prevented him from going to Parliament. And there is no record of any event involving any past or present leader being on in Japan this week. Well, Charles... I don't want to be cynical of, of, of a former leader of, of this former, nation. Highly respected leader. Of someone leader. who guided us through the yeah. pandemic. Oh, yes. Uh, with just, just a loss of a few months of, of, of vaccine rollout. Mm. Um, but has anyone checked the beaches of Honolulu? <laughs> we just checked. Because there's actually a New Zealand parliamentarian, did you see this? Mm. Who said he was working oh, and no. was in Hawaii. Oh, it just seems to be the vortex to which politicians disappear. No, but look, I've got a... I've got a theory, and it's a very outlandish theory, right, Dom. So I want you to sort of take it in your stride because you may become a bit insulted about what I'm about to say about Scott Morrison. But is there a possibility, is there a reality in which Scott Morrison may have, and I, I know this is a strong word, mm. but I'm, I'm going to use it anyway, may have lied about 
where the the fact that there was some sort of meeting on in Japan is, is that possible? Is it in Scott Morrison's character to lie in order to get out of doing some work? Charles, it doesn't sound like a sort of thing that would have been precedented before, and I, I'm sure that the voters of Cook will be quite shocked by this, as they will by the notion that. They will be paying him, as to the taxpayers of Cook, paying him to turn up for a job mm. that he doesn't do. The notion yes. of Scott Morrison having a role yes. and not performing what's traditionally expected of that role, it's shocking. Yes. It's devastating. It is. I, what, Charles, what he, just, you know what he should have done? What should he have done? He should have turned up on day one, and then as soon as they acknowledged the traditional owners, <laughs> <laughs> fucked off and claimed it was a political process. So, Charles, I just looked this up while you were speaking, and... What seems to have happened is that the event starts tomorrow. The event starts on Thursday. Oh. Now, I've flown to Japan many times. It's, mm. it's almost always an overnight flight. Yes. He could quite easily have gotten, gone to the first day of Parliament. Yes. Taken his lumps. Yes. Sat on the back bench. Yes. Watched Peter Dutton, um, you know, rep- not worn a mask because this is the new thing. Mm. The, the lefties wear masks and the righties don't wear masks. In the parliament. And then he could have just taken the overnight, the red eye to Japan on Tuesday or even yeah. Wednesday night. Jetstar. He easily could have turned up. Jetstar. Yes. Yes. Have a flight. You've got to stop in the Gold Coast, but he would have enjoyed that. No, it would have been good. He would have enjoyed, could have caught up with Clive Palmer. Yep. He easily could have made day one of the parliament. Yes. If he gave a shit at all about doing the job that he currently holds. The problem, though, mm. Dom, is I assume he would have been going Qantas. Yeah. Yeah. And they would definitely have lost his bags. Oh, that's true. So that's he true. would have turned up and not had anything to get dressed in the meeting. So probably turning up a week or two beforehand is probably it's the probably only way. It's probably not a bad idea, actually. Yeah. He would have had yeah. time to go down to Uniqlo or whatever and yeah. just, just yeah. get a new suit. And The other thing, his other reason for going was to be able to pay his, his respects to the late Shinzo Abe, the Japanese Prime Minister. Mm. And I'm sure, imagine what that would mean. To the people of Japan, to have Scott Morrison there to, to do that. I mean, Anthony mm. Albanese already did it. Mm. Malcolm Turnbull already did. Mm. Tony, Abbott Tony, already did. Tony Abbott. Yes, did, in yeah. fact, everyone who worked with Shinzo Abe, they've all come out and paid. They did that right after he died. Yes. yes. I don't know if you're aware of this, but it's mm. been a while since Shinzo Abe <laughs> died. The time for condolences <laughs> is, is actually over. Charles. Yes. Yes. Like the vaccine rollout, I think Scott Morrison, he, he's never been embarrassed by being late to the. To the game. Mm. Well, he was too busy visiting Margaret Court's church. <laughs> That's the other thing he's done lately. He's, got, mm. he's expressed his lack of faith in, in governments. And I have to say, mm. I think he's right about that. Yes. I think looking back on the past three years, yes. uh, I too yes. share a lack of faith in governments. Yes. I mean, and he was he was at the coalface of that government. He would have been seeing the decisions of leaders every day mm. being completely stuffed up because uh, <laughs> it was him. In many ways, in many ways... He should have just said, uh, we have no, we no trust in government. Thank you very much. Yeah. Mic drop, I'm done. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, what I, that's my job. That's what I've accomplished. I, I'll tell you what, if he had gone to the election with that, yes. um, well, you would have seen a result pretty similar <laughs> to the one that we got. Yeah. However, Charles, we should acknowledge the Albanese government uh, now is sitting. It's got its members there. And um, has it yet begun on day one of the parliament to underwhelm? I mean, we've had the... The graph's been doing the rounds. I don't know if you've seen the graph that has the uh, the climate impact of the 43% cut mm. that they're going to legislate. Mm. Um, I think they may, they've got the numbers to do that. The 43% um, cut in emissions versus the impact of all the new coal and, coal and gas projects that, that are going to be approved. Mm. And spoiler alert, the new projects are going to have a far, far greater impact than reducing our, our emissions to 43%. Mm. 
Yeah. So some people are suggesting yeah. that this government may not really be committed to the most, you know, the most impactful change. Dom, we addressed this last week. You weren't right. here. I wasn't here. Yeah. Uh, but we did address this, which is, and this is why we're holding the, this week as being the sort of week that where we solve the world's problems. Oh, yes. Us, which is that everyone's position, from the Greens to the Labor Party to the Liberal Party, all of them result in the complete destruction of the planet. Right. It's just about, you know, how we go out, mm. basically. And so the Greens' position is let's have a whole perfect set of legislation mm. that never actually happens. Yes. So you can do that. So just literally let's ha- aim for perfection and mm. not get anything up. Yep. I mean, La- that, that, to be fair to yeah. them, they've got a good track record. Oh, very good track mm. record on that. Labor's position is to do underwhelming stuff with a whole heap of coal mines out the back, um, <clears throat> you know, just yep. sort of being uh, built anyway, uh, that will again lead to uh, total destruction uh, of the planet, Yeah, uh, but uh, has a chance of being sort of legislated there as the way that we destroy the planet. Mm. Um, and then the Libs, well, they just are aiming for the destruction well, of the planet. Well, they're at least yeah. honest about it. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, right. this is the thing, I mean... Yes, um, I saw on on Twitter one of the the Labor MPs. It may have been Chris Bowen. I can't remember. Shared a video of all the times Peter Dutton has mentioned climate change, mm. and um, oh, there are three, three. three t- I think twenty one years in the well, parliament, and he's th- mentioned them three times. And one of the times, well, it was that really good joke that he did about all the Vanuatu. I don't think that counted uh, as one of the three times. <laughs> drowning. One of them was they are all being critical of action mm. on climate change. I mean, right. as you would expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least you know what you're getting. Yes. No, no one's sitting there going, well, isn't Peter Dutton going to save the planet? Dom, not to sort of spoil your, your righteous anger at the Labor Party, but isn't this exactly what Labor went to the election on? Like, didn't they go to the election on 43%? They, they kept on saying 43% they did. by 2030. And it was kind of this weird prime number that you sort of and, just went, oh, yeah, 43. And they also never committed to shutting down all the, you know, any new coal mines. They also didn't say that they were going to stop new coal mines. Well, this is the genius of what Labor's done. and so I they, think they've I, got a mandate to destroy I, the planet. I Surely they should be allowed to implement that mandate. This is the thing that's so impressive about what Labor's done is that they've, they've avoided getting you know bogged down in the no new taxes and all this stuff. They haven't made any promises that they can't easily keep. Mm. And I, I think 43%, I think this is what they're going to be doing across government. They're going to be doing 43% more than the Morrison government mm. in every area. Yes. And thereby, they'll set the bar incredibly low oh, yes. to do 43% <laughs> yeah. more in any like health, mm. social, safety net, anything you want. 43% more than Morrison mm. is literally Infinite. next to nothing. Yes, it's, that's It's right. literally next to nothing. Yes. You, you've got nothing. Nothing's yes. been done. And you, you do a slight thing yes. and you've done 43% more. Yes. I love it. And they won't have broken a single promise. Yes. Anthony Albanese may not be very impressive. You may end up being, being deeply underwhelming, but still 43% better than Scott Morrison. But don't you – look, can I just also – like, I don't think he's deeply underwhelming. I no, he may be of, deeply underwhelming. Sort of slightly underwhelming. Isn't he, he's like the, the well-meaning, like, PNC president. He's sort of whelming. Yeah, he's, he's whelming. <laughs> He's, he's, he's like the guy, who, you know, he, he runs the barbecue for the local PNC mm. and, like, he, he he doesn't grill the sausages very well. No. Uh, the onions are a bit burnt. And the, the bacon's not crispy. It's just not quite right. Yes. But, but, 
But he's okay. He's trying. Yeah, and he's, he's giving it a he, go. At least he's better than the last guy who gave and, everyone salmonella. And, and he really <laughs> believes in barbecuing, right? Yeah, yeah. He thinks that barbecuing is important, yeah. and Noah has the heart to tell him he's not very good at it. Yeah, and also the fact that he's just opened another coal mine. <laughs> yeah. He does keep providing coal-powered sausages. He never said he wouldn't open a new coal mine. So, <laughs> so there you go. That's the new parliament. Yeah. Welcome. And uh, as long as it's 43% better than the last parliament, I guess they'll get re-elected. Our gear is from Road. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network. Catch you tomorrow. Which will be 43% better than today's episode.